Hey friends, welcome to episode 357 of Good Luck High Five. If you play Magic the Gathering, you are in the right place because this is a podcast all about it. I'm one of your hosts, Maria. I'm another one of your hosts, Megan. And on today's show, we are hitching our wagon to an ox and heading out west because we're talking pioneer. That's right. You know, for some reason... When you were talking talking about that, I was like, were pioneers the people who went west? But I guess like they were. Yeah. That's yeah. what they were. And I also questioned myself when I said we're hitching our wagon to an ox because wouldn't you want your horse to pull you? But, but remember in uh, Oregon, no, Oregon Trail, Trail it was an ox. Yeah. Your ox is what pulled you yeah. and your dysentery is what killed you. <laughs> <laughs> and buffalo were what you overhunted. Oh yeah, I classic had too much buffalo meat. We all always did. We all had too much buffalo meat to carry back if to the wagon. If there's anything that Oregon Trail taught our generation, yeah. mm-hmm. it was overhunting of America's, yeah. you know, poor wildlife. Yeah, those poor buffaloes. They we really, were, we really yeah. did a number on them. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, yeah, Pioneer. We had two players tour events happening this past weekend in Brussels and Nagoya. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go over the top deck lists and the top decks from those tournaments. Yeah, because we've got another Brand one coming new. up this weekend. Yes, Phoenix. Yeah. Players Tour America happening in Phoenix this weekend. You can mm-hmm. watch it Friday through Sunday on twitch.tv slash magic. It's also going to be Pioneer, and a lot of people are wondering, how are these changes from this past weekend going to shake up this coming weekend? I mean, it's exciting, too, because this is like being at... the present at the birth of a new format we're in the hospital room i don't (laughs) want to be there (laughs) i'll be honest put on your catcher's mitts it's time to find out what decks are being birthed that's why maria isn't allowed in a hospital yeah that i have i have a ban i have a a strict ban strict ban um but yeah like like a lot of um cool stuff happened this past weekend what will we see happening in phoenix plus Mm -hmm. theros beyond draft booster Beyond draft. Did you hear me? Theros beyond Beyond draft. draft. Theros beyond death. A booster draft. Yes. Happening at the players tours as well. Yeah. So we're talking all about that. Plus, we'll have, of course, a little bit more Theros story time. Excellent. Which just means generic Greek story time. Well, people have been loving it. Yeah, it's true. Um... And, you know, maybe we'll play some Flavor Text Theater if we get around to it. Yeah, so super cool stuff coming up. Before we get the show on the road, big thank you to everybody who supports us over on Patreon.com slash GLHF Magic. That's right. Thank you so much to anyone who is a member of our patron family. It really means the world to us. Um, and you get sweet rewards uh, like play mats, like stickers, you know, like just knowing that you're out there doing a good thing for something that you enjoy. Yeah, and we normally have our Patreon Pledge Drive Munch month munch oh munch. god i can't uh, talk hum, today hum, 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 hum. i would love to have a patreon hum, pledge hum, drive hum, munch hum, <laughs> <laughs> where we just all get together and eat reese's trees uh no yeah. but we normally have it in february february but we're yeah. gone so much of this month because of the three events that we're covering coming up mm-hmm. um but Next month is when we're going to do it. Yes, that's FYI. right. March will be it. By then, our very special prizes will have arrived. Yes, I'm so excited. And we can show you and get you super, super hyped. But that does them. not mean that February is not an important month to that's support right. the creators you love. It's traditionally a month of very low support for creators yes. across the board. And it also is just a real bummer on its own. Yeah, we had more cloudy days in January here in Minnesota than... Uh, in recent memory like since the 1930s yeah so like come on 
bring a little sunshine February to your creator's life. February is just when there's like, you know, nothing. There, winter isn't fresh and new and exciting. No. It's just like boring and tired and exhausting and old and it sucks now. But you know how you can make it suck less? Come be a member of our show. Yeah. It would super make it suck less. And hopefully listening to this podcast already makes it suck less. Yeah. I hope so too. So you can, you know, do a little equal exchange of things being less terrible. Yeah. Thank you to Card Kingdom for for sure being not terrible. That's right. Even excellent. Yeah, I would put them in All the excellent category. All the way on the other end of the spectrum. You can head to cardkingdom.com slash GLHF. That's the affiliate link to use anytime you buy something from their website. And if you're buying magical stuff, you should buy it from Card Kingdom. They're yeah. a fabulous company to buy things from. They've got great customer support, super fast shipping, mm-hmm. and a really great array of products for you to purchase as well. And if you're up in Seattle, they have some sweet stores that oh you can check gosh. out. gosh. Have you ever been, people? They're so cool. They're Mox great. Boarding House. you got to check it out. Head on out there, get it done. It's time to talk Pioneer, Megan. Wow, Maria. You've been on a Pioneer kick. Yes, I have. I've had to have been because we got to get ready for the Players Tour coming up this weekend. Give me your headline thought on Pioneer. Unsolved. Wow, hot take. The Wild West, right? Because here we are starting this past weekend in Brussels and Nagoya. We had our first taste of official quote-unquote pioneer action at the sanctioned organized play magic level Yeah, uh, for a lot of money. At the premier level. Premier level, sorry, yeah. And, like, what happened? It was super diverse. The metagame was awesome. It was all over the board. People brought a lot of different decks. We did have one, which we're going to talk about, of course, that kind of rose to the top, like the cream of the format. But that doesn't mean that like it's broken for sure. We don't know yet. Yeah. We're going to find out in Phoenix this next weekend if people want to play that all the time or if they've adapted and they can beat it and this kind of thing. What I'm saying is it's really cool to be present at the start of a format. Like mm-hmm. imagine being around for the start of modern. Yeah. And people did not know what, you know, was, gonna what be, was good. What was going to be the beating heart of modern right. in the future. So I think that's super cool to yeah. be to be present at this moment in magic. So what are the decks that we're going to know like three or four years from now when we think of like right. the quintessential pioneer decks? Yeah, what's we the don't Tron know those yet. Of Pioneer. Yeah. Well no one wants the Tron of Pioneer. <laughs> That's a fair point. What it is. That is a fair point. Yeah. Um, There's a couple of different like flavors, obviously. I think um, a couple that come to mind for me are Devotion has been like a really big playing ground. That's true. Um, In Pioneer right now, you've seen Mono Black Devotion. You've seen Mono Green, which was so good that it had to get hit with a couple of bands. Yep. Um, there's mono white devotion for sure. Mono red aggro. Yeah. Which is a mono red devotion deck running around. Yeah. So I think that's like a good baseline level. Um, let's quickly talk about the decks that were the standouts from Brussels and Nagoya. Yeah. Um, so in Brussels, Yo Larson was the winner of that tournament. Of course, a pro tour champion himself mm-hmm. who brought a Sultai deck that was kind of a Sultai ramp homebrew. Yeah. Um, and he took the tournament down. The deck of Nagoya was a Sultai, excuse me, uh, Inverter, Demir Inverter. We'll talk about that as well. Mm-hmm. But only one copy of the Inverter deck showed up in Brussels. So. Which was not at all the way it was represented. No. In Nagoya. No, not at all. So really cool to see these two different kind of spheres of magic like playing out so differently in their top eights, which is also pretty neat. So I'm going to have us look really quickly at that Sultai Delirium, I think is what they were calling it, deck that won in Brussels. That Yol was playing, yeah. That 
is very new. Okay, so salt-eyed delirium. Yes. So this says a lot of the creatures are all over the place. There's a lot of one-ofs in here. Um, the one that comes to mind, obviously, the, the only creature besides Seder Wayfinder. That's a four-of. Good four old of. Seder Wayfinder, four-of. The only one that's a four-of besides that is Uro, Titan of Nature's Wrath. I mean, like, Uro, good and standard, good and pioneer. Yeah. Does everything you want, draws you cards, gains you life, ramps yep. you. So this is the card that says one green blue for a 6-6. Six, six. When Uro enters the battlefield, sacrifice it unless it escaped. Whenever Uro enters the battlefield or attacks, you gain three life, draw a card, then you may put a land card from your hand onto the battlefield. And it escapes for green, green, blue, blue, exile five other cards from your graveyard. And this is cool because you mentioned that the name of the deck is Sultai Delirium. Mm -hmm. And remember, if you if we recall the Delirium mechanic, it was super popular yes. in standard back so in popular heyday. they had to ban some of the hallmark yes. cards from it because it was very very good so we see one of those here emrakul the promised end <laughs> yeah y'all remember this it's a 13 mana 13 13 okay uh, legendary creature eldrazi emrakul the promised end costs one less to cast for each card type among cards in your graveyard there you go so that's what you're doing you're trying to discount it as much as you can when you cast emrakul you gain control of target opponent during that player's <laughs> next turn oh after that turn that player takes an extra turn really wild and it's neat though because uro cares about having things in the graveyard to help escape and delirium wants things in the graveyard to trigger delirium so it's all like you know synergy yeah. synergy yes uh so that's really really cool i also like um we're seeing where uh three jace vrin's prodigy I really this is your favorite this Jace. This is my favorite Jace. Uh, one in a blue for an O2. Uh, it's a creature at this point until it flips. Uh, draw a card, then discard a card. If there are five or more cards in your graveyard, exile Jace Friends Prodigy, then return him to the battlefield transformed under his owner's control. Great. But it's really this creature side that's like double thumbs up. Oh, yeah, for sure. Enabling enabling your delirium, helping you get that Uro back, et cetera, et cetera. So it's a super grind di grindy deck. Yes, Grindfest.com. That's going to win by basically... Doing the value thing by putting things yeah. into the graveyard and BT dubs don't go to grindfest.com. <laughs> <laughs> Wanna put that out there. Like don't do it. It could be a skateboarding website. Sure, yes. I'm sure that's what it is. Now I wanna go. <laughs> well, go get your phone. We're not doing it on my okay. laptop. Okay. Uh, find another deck to talk about. All right. Well, I was, I really, I like Delirium as a mechanic, so I was very into that one. Um, but, oh, Niv to Light. This is a popular now, this deck. This is a popular deck in the format. Uh, it, of course, has two of the cards that are indicated in the name, which are Niv Mizzet Reborn, who's the Wooburg Dragon Avatar. 6-6, six, six, when Niv Mizzet enters the battlefield, reveal the top 10 cards of your library. For each color pair, choose a card that's exactly those colors from among them. Put the chosen cards into your hand and the rest on the bottom of your library in a random order. Um, this also has two Uro. And then it has four copies of Bring to Light. Classic. Uh, which is a sorcery from back... Uh, in Battle for Zendikar. Yeah. Which was three green, blue, converge, search your library for a creature, instant, or sorcery card with converted mana cost less than or equal to the number of colors of mana spent to cast, bring to light, exile that card, then shuffle your library. You may cast that card without paying its mana cost. So it's sweet. Like, you could pay Wooburg for this and go get Niv. Yeah, for uh, sure. And then also, once you cast Niv, like, 
it could get you more copies of Bring to Light because Bring to Light is in the Sultai color pair. Yeah, this is a really cool deck. Yeah. Letting you cast all just great cards, basically. Yep. And it ha- classically has a lot of one-ofs, uh, which Bring to Light has. Um, there's a copy of Dreadbore, a copy of Hour of Devastation, a copy of Slaughter Games, one copy Solar Blaze, one copy Thoughtsies. I like that one Thoughtsies. One Thoughtsies. One single Thoughtsies. By the way, Grindfest.com is for sale, everybody. Wow, I can't believe it's that for it sale. doesn't exist. So if you have a skateboarding festival you've been meaning to put on. <laughs> or something else. Something else. <laughs> I, I was going to say, buy the website before it goes. You could do that. Or... Uh, or I should I should contact them, find out how much they want for it. <laughs> Grandfest.com. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So and then obviously it has a lot of like Gilded Goose, Sylvan Carrioted, which help you ramp your mana. Um, oh, and Ahiri the Harbinger. Yeah. I love. Um, yeah. So that's a that's a really cool deck. Yeah. Nip to Light. I like it. It's one of the most popular decks in the format right now. Mm-hmm. Um, another uh, one of the most popular decks in the format that we've seen in both of these top eights in Brussels and Nagoya is Bant Spirits or Ugh. Azorius Spirits. Um, yeah. The Bant version, I think, is the better version mm-hmm. um, and more interesting. So, of course, we're playing Spirits just like you would in Modern. So we've yep. got Tribal Spirits like Rattle Chains, Supreme Phantom giving things plus one, plus one, mm-hmm. Selfless Spirit to help protect all of your spirits, Spell Queller because you hate everybody. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Spell Queller because you want, actually, I think because you want to be hated by yeah, everybody. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Brazen Borrower is joining the Spirit Party here, a new card mm-hmm. um, from Throne of Eldraine. It's just a little fairy rope. But yeah, it, you know, it gets some work done. And uh, but the, the the reason that we're playing Bant, so green in this list is for collected company. Yeah, classic. Which, of course you want collected company. Yeah, it makes so like, much sense. It you just, just do. The hits off collected company with this deck Ugh. are so, so, so good. Uh, hitting Spell Queller, hitting Nebelgast Herald to tap things down. Mm-hmm. Well, it doesn't even hitting matter. Selfless Spirit. Selfless I'm sure Spirit, if you're yeah. Trying, if your opponent's trying to wrath you. Yeah, it's just, this deck is super powerful. I played against it a bunch online. Yeah. Um, it's really fun. Um, and also really mean. <laughs> Classic, very fun, very mean. Yeah. Mono black aggro, of course, another staple of the format oh, right yes. now. So this was the most represented deck at uh, Players Tour Brussels. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically it's going to do what it's going to do, which is playing a lot of cheap little creatures. Yep. And getting in there for lots of early damage. Don't have to worry about your mana too much because you're only playing swamps. But also a lot of evasion. Yes, so it's not just cheap creatures like Blood Soaked Champion and Gutter Bones, Gutter Knight Bones. of the Ebon Legion, but there's also three copies of Rankle Master of Pranks in this list, which is from Brussels. There's also a two spawn of mayhem, yeah, which so is a big old flyer. That flyer can get out of control pretty mm-hmm. quick in this deck. And I think another kind of well, I'm not gonna call it evasion, but whatever. Thoughts it's got four copies of Thoughtsies in the main yeah. deck, which is super, super important because uh, there's a lot of decks that are trying to assemble combos and do their thing in Pioneer right now. So just like Modern, you're going to get thoughts eased. Mm-hmm. Get them out of there. Also, uh, Fatal Push, which is just yep. so good. Um, instant destroy target creature if it has converted mana cost two or less for a single black. Uh, Revolt, destroy that creature if it has converted mana cost four or less instead of a permanent you controlled left the battlefield this turn. Just great card. And classic, too, if you're playing a monocolored list, you get to run things like uh, Castle Loctwain, which yep. helps you draw cards once you run out of steam uh, with the deck, and Mutavolt. Mutavolt. Yeah, so wow. helping you dodge removal and be a creature that can get in there for those final points of damage. Mm-hmm. 
um, of course, I love I love combos, um, and I like pretzel, cheddar cheese pretzel. You know, we've had this talk before. <laughs> we've had this talk before, and like, I can't believe we're bringing it up again. But like, I'm not a big combos. Person. Oh yeah, that's right. I I'm forgot what not. you answered. Now I want some though. Okay. I mean, anyway, I'm really hungry. So talk about this breach deck. Um, yeah, this just has like, it's just, a, it's just a fun, weird combo deck. Um, you've got four copies of Hidden Strings, which is one in a blue. You may tap or untap target permanent. Then you may tap or untap another target permanent. Oh, it's a classic cipher card. Yes, classic cipher card. Um, and then also there's three copies of Underworld Breach to get things back from your graveyard. Uh, and then things like, you know, um... Vizier of Tumbling Sands. There we go. I was like, what is this? Uh, tap, untap another target permanent for two in a... It's two in a blue. Um, cycling one in a blue. Whenever you cycle Vizier of Tumbling Sands, untap target permanent. This deck seems silly. Yes. It is very silly. This was played by Brent Voss at uh, PT Brussels, by yep. the way. If you like things like Lotus Field, which is what it's named after, Lotus Field and Underworld Breach. Mm -hmm. um, and then, so you're probably sitting there being like, but how does this deck win? Great cop. Great question. Great question. Great question. Four copies of Fae of Wishes in the main, which of course has its adventure half granted. Three in a blue, sorcery adventure. You may choose a non-creature card from you own from outside the game. Reveal it, put it into your hand. And then it has lots of things. It has Jace, Wielder of Mysteries, being one of the big ones. Um, you have a lot of card draw. Uh, and then it also has some things like Supreme Verdict that it can go and get uh, to help you out as you try and do, you know, whatever combo you're trying to do. And then Eugene the Spirit Dragon Eugene. is also in here. I um, love you, Eugene. I know. What a what a dragon buddy. He's such a good dragon buddy. Yeah. So Jace Wielder of Mysteries being in there to help you win. Jace Wielder of Mysteries winning not only in that deck. Yes, but also in the okay, the deck that Let's we've talk been about at. the most important deck, probably, yes. at least going into Phoenix, Demir Inverter. So this is a brand new deck. Yes. Welcome. It is it is spicy. It's a house. Um, it was in the top eight, of course, in Brussels, but more widely represented in the top eight in Nagoya. Five copies. Five copies out of eight, which is pretty absurd. Yes. All revolving around what, uh, a few cards, but the most important, the namesake of the deck, Inverter of Truth. Yes. Do you remember this card? No. I didn't. Goodness, no. Uh, so two black black for a 6-6 six, six, uh, creature Eldrazi. Devoid, has no color. Flying. When Inverter of Truth enters the battlefield, exile all cards from your library face down, then shuffle all cards from your graveyard into your library. So essentially, your graveyard becomes your library, your library become your graveyard. Yes. And I remember casting this in draft and being like, fingers crossed that I can win in time. Did you? Probably not. Like, how many <laughs> cards are in my graveyard? Then not, like, not enough. Not, <laughs> not enough. The answer is just never enough. But the deal is here is you're trying to get rid of all the cards in your grave in your graveyard, in your library, and winning with Jace Wielder of Mysteries. Yes, or uh, Thassa's or Oracle. Or Thassa's Oracle. So Thassa's Oracle, this is this is just a cool little card. It's really great. Which we haven't really seen do any work yet until it got hit. It, 
It hit in this deck. Yes. Uh, blue, blue for a 1-3 creature Merfolk Wizard. When Thassa's Oracle enters the battlefield, look at the top X cards of your library where X is your devotion to blue. Put up to one of them on top of your library and the rest on the bottom of your library in a random order. If X is greater than or equal to the number of cards in your library, you win the game. So, yeah, mill yourself Fast as Oracle, you win. Jace, Wield of Mysteries, you win. You win. Um, very yep. powerful stuff here. And then here. the rest of it is just like ways to, you know, look at cards in your library. You have Dig Through Time, which can also make your graveyard smaller, smaller. Uh, when you cast that in Murder of Truth. It has Omen of the Sea to help you look at and draw cards. Uh, some stuff like Drown in the Lock and Fatal Push to help keep you alive long enough. Um, and classic thought season thought erasure to disrupt other people's plans. Yeah, this deck seems awesome. It's, it's really cool. It looks like <laughs> it's got everything that it needs, honestly. Yeah. Through cards to help you with early interaction, like you mentioned, thought seize, thought erasure, etc. Mm-hmm. And then just get to the, your stuff faster with Omen of the Sea opt, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah, this deck has a major target on it coming into this next weekend. So mm-hmm. I'm super interested to see what happens. Will it be dominant once again, or will people be ready for it? Yeah. Do you know what I've heard some people are starting to play? What? Gideon of the Trials. Okay. Do you remember that Gideon? That Gideon, he stops damage. I remember that. Not that one. It's one white white, and his zero is you get an emblem that's basically if you control a Gideon Planeswalker, you can't lose, lose and your opponents can't win. Yep. That is right. So people are starting to play that. I think it stops damage from one source until the next turn. Maybe that's one of its plus one or minus. One of the plus or minus, but yeah. that's not why we're playing it. Yeah. Actually, it might even not even have a minus. I think it might just has a, have a zero. Gosh, it's wild to dive back into these old cards from Pioneer again. Yeah, that you haven't you haven't thought I of. I haven't thought so about long. getting into the trials for a thousand years. I know. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Yeah, it has a plus one, and then it has two zeros. Oh, yeah, that's right. Wild. Okay, cool. Yeah, getting into the trials. I guess mm-hmm. that's going to help you out there. You know, will it be enough? <laughs> I don't know. We don't I know. I honestly don't know. Oh, man, another card. I'm looking at this mono-red aggro list from Brussels. You're looking at a mono-red aggro list? I mean, I'm not going to play it. I'm just saying that I, like, glanced You're at it. You're looking at it. Just as- I mean, like, I'm physically looking at it right now. <laughs> oh, all right. Okay. <laughs> um... Speaking of cards that you haven't thought of in forever, Carrie Zev Skyship Raider. <laughs> do you remember this? Do you remember Ragavan? Yeah, yeah, I do. Ragavan was a great monkey. Yes, her little 2-1 legendary monkey, Ragavan. Monkey. Yeah. Oh, he not ra- he- Wait, yeah, he's legendary. He's legendary. Yep. You can't have more than one Ragavan. No, you can't. There's only one Ragavan in your life. Torbrand, Thane of Redfell. Yeah. Of course, we got, it's because we've got to deal more damage with our red deck. Yep. Anyways, Carrie Zev is just what really caught my eye. That's kind of cool. Like, wow, I haven't thought about that in a while. Let's take a look at some of the top eight from Nagoya because I want to talk about a yep. deck in particular that we haven't mentioned yet. Oh, of course. Which you made do. a bit of a splash. Everyone probably sees in it. In my coming. heart, uh, Ken Yukihiro. Of course, we can always count on Ken for bringing a really fun and interesting deck, and he did not disappoint mm-hmm. with one of my favorite cards of all time SRAM. That's Woo-hoo. right. SRAM Auras from Ken Yukihiro. He came in second at uh, Players Tour Nagoya. And 
this is kind of similar to a deck I have been playing in Standard. Remember last week I talked about black-white auras? Yeah. This deck is very, very similar. But we, of course, we don't have access to SRAM Senior Edificer, unfortunately, in Which Standard right really now. Which is really what you want. Yes. SRAM is amazing. Yes. 2-2, two, two, whenever you cast an aura, equipment, or vehicle spell, draw a card. Yep. For one and a white. Um, of and course, it has great. Uh, four copies of Alciate of Life's Bounty. Yep. Which we talked about last week. Giving protection. Um, it has four Hateful Eidolon. Drawing um, which cards, is same the as standard. black mana, one, two, lifelink. Whenever an enchanted creature dies, draw a card for each aura you control that was attached to it. You lost. You lost oh, a game yeah. thanks to yeah, that. Yeah, I should tell you the story. Yeah, so I, I want to hear. I, was, I wanted you to hear about it. <laughs> I was playing this deck in Pioneer this, actually this morning, and I was playing against a red-green stompy kind of deck. And I had a Hateful Eidolon suited up with about a million different enchantments because, of course, you're running all that glitters, Cartouche of Solidarity, Ethereal Armor, Griff Spoon, Sentinel's Eyes, whatever. It had all of those on it, okay? Mm -hmm. And at one point in the game, I had more than 300 life, and you're like, Maria... What happened? Did you win? Of course you won. The answer is no. I lost. <laughs> How is that possible? Great question. And it was not because I was playing against Demir. As I said, it was green, red, stompy. So what happened was the little Eidolon was all suited up, gaining me a billion life a turn, but it was constantly blocked by a phoenix, a rekindling phoenix on the other side of the battlefield. Yeah. And I couldn't, for the life of me, find some uh, Elseid of Life's bounties to sacrifice to give it pro red or whatever, which wouldn't have mattered anyway because I had a heart of Kirin, so that would have blocked for a turn but in the end what happened is they were able to kill my hateful eidolon which was i think a 30 30 at the point they <laughs> killed it um using chandra that the mode of her the, her ultimate that when you ever you cast a spell it deals five to something oh yeah and they had amassed enough spells to be able to string enough together to deal 30 damage to this little eidolon uh, oh, to get it wow. out of the way so they could attack me with what their board was enormous at this point. <laughs> and I had, I, at this point, my hope would have been to mill them out because they had less cards in their library than I did. But what happened is when my hateful Eidolon died, still I had like 200 something life. So, you know, I'd be alive for a while, but I drew a billion cards yes. <laughs> because of the ability on it. So then I would have decked first. Oh, Classic. rough. And that's what I'm talking about. Pioneer being the wild west. Like what was that game? That's what was that game? Really incredible. Um, but this deck's very, very fun to play. Yeah. Um, it is not easy uh, to play this deck. Ken Yukihiro, I mean, you're like, oh, he got second. This is great. He broke it. I've tried playing it. It is a really rather difficult deck to play. Yeah. So beware of that going in. It's not just like, you know, throwing a hat on a boggle and being like, <laughs> big cornet, I win. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a really, really cool and unique deck. So thank you, Ken, for bringing this deck yeah. into my life. Um, I love that it has, again, speaking of old cards, favored hoplite. <laughs> yeah, right? From original Theros. <laughs> Heroic, whenever you cast a spell that targets favorite hoplite, put a plus one, plus one countered on it and prevent all damage that would be dealt to it this turn. One, two, and one mana. Yeah. You got to have that one drop Great. in this deck. I think that my favorite thing about it is a sideboard with three copies of Apostle of Purifying Light, which mm -hmm. is pearl black card. Ooh. So it Ken was ready for the mono black decks to come that yeah. this past weekend. That's spicy. Three copies. Yeah, yeah three like, copies. We're not playing around. No, 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 no. No, very, very important, I'm sure, for him. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that, those are some of the uh, spicy, fun, exciting decks um, yeah. from the PTs this past weekend. Um, of course, Pioneer, much bigger than that as well. Like, we didn't 
get into like the mono red chonky deck, which a lot of people like to play. Chonky. Uh, there's blue white control, obviously, because yeah. in what format isn't there? There's the mono white devotion deck, which has the ballista heliod combo, mm-hmm. which some people call, quote, the new splinter twin. Um, I've heard some people calling, everyone likes to call something the new splinter that's twin. Twi- that's I've, true. That's uh, true. <laughs> Woo. That's true. I've also <laughs> heard people called the Demir deck, the Demir inverter deck. The new splinter twin. The new splinter twin. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody will be happy until... Everyone th- wants to call something, something the, the new, new splinter, splinter twin. twin. <laughs> is it in Soul is another cool deck if you want to make some giant scissors. <laughs> yeah. I mean, who doesn't want to live the giant scissors life? Um, yeah. Let's let's talk about this deck uh, for a hot second because yeah. in Soul Artifact so fun. I love So this has four copies of... Bomat Courier, four copies of Ginger Brute. Wow, of all of all things. Um, and then it has, let's see, four copies of Skilled Animator. So this is from M19. Oh, yeah. Two and a blue for a 1-3. When it enters the battlefield, target artifact you control becomes an artifact creature with base power and toughness 5-5 five, five for great. as long as you have Skilled Animator, uh, which is pretty great. And then obviously it has four copies of Insole Artifact which is one in a blue uh, enchanted artifact is a creature with base power and toughness five, five. So you're just, you're just making, you're making, making five giant fives. scissors. Um, you could have a five, five on turn two. We call it giant scissors just in case you don't know, because in soul artifact, the art is some scissors, it's giant, giant pair of scissors. scissors. <laughs> and in this case, it seems like it's talking about like sentient scissors. Yeah. It looks like you it. Know? And you get to play ghost fire blade. Wow. Oh, heck. Look I like this that. card. Ghost Fireblade was great. Remember one mana, equipped creature gets plus two, plus two. The equip cost is three, but uh, it's equip ability. It costs two less to uh, activate if it's a colorless creature. So you, yes. you in cons, you're doing this with morphs. Yeah. So like one mana for a Ghost Fireblade, yeah. one mana to equip it. Nice. Rough. But now we're doing it on a Ginger Brute or a Bomac Courier or a Stone Coil Serpent. Yeah, sure. Why not? It also has Emery Lurker of the Lock, which oh, makes a lot of sense. Great. Uh, you can maybe get some artifacts back. If I want to play this one now. Now yeah. I'm excited about this one. I like it. This is kind of fun. Anyway, Pioneer. <laughs> like what? That's my like conclusion. Wh- Pioneer. Say Say, say huh? what? There's yeah. so much going on. Nobody has figured it out yet unless we figure out that this Demir Inverted deck is the quote unquote truth. Yeah. Uh, which I think we'll find out pretty soon. But honestly... Not everyone's playing it. Like, there's so much so much fun to be having yeah. this early in a format. What do you want to play, Megan? I want to try this Lotus Breach combo. Yeah. Like, people thought Underworld Breach might be broken. Like, let's see it. I want let's to see it. Let's break it. Let's do it. I want to see it. it be broken. Yeah, me too. I mean, that card, uh, it does seem like, doesn't it just seem like it should be broken, it right? It seems <laughs> like it should. So I'm going to get out there to give it a whirl. Um, or also Niv to Light is also very cool. Yeah, I like that as well. Yeah. I did try the mono black uh, vampires deck a little bit because I do love Soren so much. Mm-hmm. And I played vampires in standard. It's not really the same. It's basically like the mono black aggro deck plus a Soren. Okay. <laughs> but like whatever. It's still kind of cool. <laughs> plus a Soren. It just plays so many Thoughtseize effects that I just it felt like a bad person after it. You know what I mean? As you should if you're playing a bunch of Thoughtseize effects. <sighs> Thoughtseize, best card in Pioneer. Thoughtsies, you're a monster for playing it. I mean, don't you have to, though? Kind of? No. <laughs> There's never any compulsion to be a bad person, Maria. You know Besides what? your own personal compulsion to do I it. feel like Thoughtsies should be banned in Pioneer. Wow. There. Oh, my goodness. That's like the most scalding hot take we've ever had on the show. It probably shouldn't. There's no way, right? You, the, no. Because It's we considered can't, a like quintessentially fair card. Because we can't like stop. We need something to stop these combo decks from doing their thing and also like for as frustrating 
as it is, you know, like you're paying a lot for it. Um, you're paying a lot for the opportunity to maybe not actually succeed at what you're trying to do. Two life plus a card. Yeah. Two life plus a card. Um, and you're, you're just looking at like, what if, you know, they don't have their combo in hand. What if instead they just draw it next, yeah. mm-hmm. you know? And you're not affecting the board the, the you exactly. know, time you play that card So either. classic fair card, even if it just really makes you mad. Yeah. Yeah. Most infuriating card, yes. Yes, for sure. By a, As a Boggles player. Yeah, by a New York Mile. I, <laughs> New York Wait. <laughs> by like a, a New York Mile. What's the phrase that I'm looking for? Minute. Like, but what's the mile one? Uh, like, it fast as, like, quick as a New York minute. That's like a time thing. Yeah. But, like, longer than a something mile. Is that a phrase? <laughs> I don't think so. The whole nine yards? Is that what you No. <laughs> it's like, wow, maybe I. A country mile. That's what you're thinking of. Is, is like, is like longer than a country mile? Yeah. You sure? Yeah. Okay. It's a country mile. Fair enough. But I do like a New York, New York mile, mile. <laughs> which is probably like miles just are the same everywhere. Twisty so. and turny. Yeah. Like if you're walking along a, a journey that's yeah. only a mile, they're on a grid. But you have to take a lot of corners. Oh yeah, if you, you know, turn a bunch. So that's that's a new phrase that you can use. <laughs> can you get somewhere on a grid by only turning like at most twice? Right. I don't know. Like what's can the you? most you should have to turn on a grid? I feel like the answer twice? is twice. But yeah. what if you want to go back up? <laughs> but okay, I'm saying like if you st- if you're going from here to here on a grid and you get to pick which direction you're pointing like to start out, you should be able to get anywhere anywhere with just two turns. Yeah, pretty At sure most. UPS used this in their delivery setup. <laughs> <laughs> they can only make right turns they or whatever. Like, what? Yeah, UPS can only make right turns. Yeah. I don't know if they're still doing it, but they were at a point. Oh, that makes sense because then you just spiral out in your delivery. Because the left then, turns, you have to stop and wait at lights and stuff. And they never come home. <laughs> yeah, they just stay out there. <laughs> but I think they like cut down on emissions and whatever what? by only doing right turns. That's wild. I know. That's great. We'll have to look it up later. It's yeah, interesting. We will. Okay. <laughs> It's time for some story time with Megan. That's right. Um, so someone commented a couple of weeks ago saying that um, the story of Arachne and Artemis, uh, not Artemis, Athena is one of their favorites. Okay. Um, and I I want to say that there are some versions of this that are late enough that um, it's Arachne and Minerva, which is uh, Athena's Roman goddess name. Okay. When they just kind of came in and co-opted that. I mean, sometimes you don't want to spend time getting Making new, your own g- new gods. Exactly. You don't want to have to have your own ideas. Just take them. You em. just want to take someone else's ideas. So anyways, I want to say, like, this is actually one of the stories in Ovid's Metamorphosis. Okay. Metamorphoses. Anyways. So um, Arachne was, like, a girl who learned how to weave. And she was a really great weaver because she started when she was a kid and she practiced all the time. And everyone was like, oh, my goodness, Arachne. Your weavings are, like, the most beautiful of all time. They're so gorgeous. And Arachna didn't really have, like, a, a sense of decorum or, you know, like, uh, of or humility. So she was went around, like, she got very proud, and she was like, <laughs> I'm a better weaver than even the gods themselves. Athena, Whoa. goddess of, amongst many, many other things, weaving. Holy cow, that is asking for it. Yes, I, I am say. better than you, Athena. And Athena, like I said, She's the goddess of a lot of things like she's like war and being quite smart and also weaving in the list. 
Um, and Athena is like, wow. So originally she disguises herself and she, as an old woman and goes to Arachne is like, just so you know, like you're tempting the gods when you say this. Oh yeah. Warning. Yes. But I bet if you take it back, like Athena won't mind. And Arachne is just like, <laughs> nope. YOLO man. Like I no way. am it. I said what I said and I meant yes. it. And if Athena really thought that she was better than me, she should come down here and challenge me herself. Whoa. And Athena in her disguise is just like, oh no you didn't no you didn't and so she throws off her disguise and is like i challenge you to a weaving contest great um and so they have a they have a weaving contest who are the judges you what are what? they weaving? i think that like athena is the judge even oh. though she's in the contest <laughs> that seems a little wrong but all yes. right yes you know like it's like a contest set up in terms of like we're both going to do this thing pitted against each other they didn't really think about like the structure or judging yeah they were double just, like, elimination they were like we're just gonna sit down weave for Doing a, a day. draft first none of that okay they didn't think it through they're just like it's happening now all right so they sit down and they weave um, and Athena weaves like a very beautiful um, piece that's all about, depending on stories, I think that it's either just all of the gods um, up on Mount Olympus doing good deeds oh, that's for nice. people, or it's like different times that the gods were challenged by mortals and the gods punished them. Oh, that seems more accurate. Yeah, so it's like, that's, that really seems like in Athena's wheelhouse. Yeah. Don't mess with me. So it's like, and the more, last one is her like just like murdering this other Murdering person. Arachna and just yeah. being like, no. I weaved it. Yeah, so she's like, here it is, you know. Um, watch out. Here, this is my <laughs> weaving, which is very nice and also says, watch it, buddy. Oh, great. Um, and Arachna in turn. Uh, makes a weaving that shows the gods misbehaving, like all of the times that the gods have really Ooh. messed it up. So she makes she makes this piece and she shows it, and Athena is so mad because one, it shows all of the gods just messing around, like in their worst moments, <laughs> um, and. It is better than hers. Oh, snap. It's so, so mad. Can you imagine if you wrote like like a like a whole dramatic, like you made a very dramatic movie and then a movie that made fun of dramatic movies <laughs> was also still like undeniably better, better than, than yours? your movie? You would be like, oh, God You would just it. be so angry. Yep. And so Athena sees it and she's like, one, wow, I'm so mad. Um, I'm mad because you the, of the subject matter and I'm mad because of the quality. And so she takes uh, her shuttle from the, you know, the yeah. situation and beats from her the with enterprise. It. Oh, yes. Oh, never mind. <laughs> uh, we're, we're really crossing. Oh, really yeah. Crossing our um, She beats her with here. her shuttle. Beats her with it. And anyways, and then um, dark version of this is that first Arachna is like humiliated um, and or is like basically feels bad about the yeah. whole situation and kills herself. Oof. Um, and then Athena is like, no, you're going to suffer for longer. And so she transforms her into a spider. Classic God. Yeah. Um, so she transforms her into a spider and that's why Arachna, Arachnid. And that's why spiders are so good at weaving. And that's, yeah, exactly. That's why spiders are so good at weaving. That's why I see all of those spider webs down in my basement showing the gods doing terrible yeah, things. Exactly. If, I if, thought that was a little weird. Actually, the truth is, is that if you look at any spider web close enough, <laughs> What you're going to see is a depiction of the Greek gods misbehaving. <laughs> Great. Yes. Well, this is really cool. And I think we can also see all this stuff reflected in the Theros Beyond Death cards, like Chainweb Arachnir. Yeah. Which is really cool. Exactly. Um, 
and it has like references to like weaving, like on some of the um, sagas, we see an incomplete weave. Yeah, done on one like of that. them. Yeah, very oh, cool. Really neat. I know, right? Well, great story. I love origin stories of like where like commonplace things come from. Like, yeah. why are spiders so good at weaving? I love yeah. that uh, kind of thing. Same. Well, great classic story time. Yep, classic Theros story time. We are going to play Flavor Text Theater, everybody. Uh, yes. Super fight. Um, so we're each going to crack a pack, and then we're going to make a little, like, three-card tableau. Yeah. Which is our hero or our champion. And uh, we are going to, like, say, this is how our champion would win in this fight yes. against your champion. See if we can tell a little story and really make the case for why ours is going to win. The reflection token just, like, oh, it's so funny. I know. Whole card is I so love funny. this card. All right, Megan, hit me okay. with your battle. Um, all right, so first we have a blight breath catablepus. Oh. Obviously, really stinky breath. Gross. Which is just going to be a problem. It's already killing you. And this catablepus is offering you two choices. <gasps> you hear me? Okay. Either it'll perform your funeral rites because no. you're going to be dead already, <gasps> or it'll make you forget everything you know with the taste of sweet oblivion. <laughs> But it's going to be one or the other, buddy. Oh, so you got to make your choice. That's spooky. Do you want this catablepus to make you forget everything you know? Or do you want it to just straight up murder you and bury your body? Probably option A. Yeah. <laughs> cake or death. I'll have cake, please. Oh, I didn't expect so many people. Uh, all right. This is a similar tale, but not entirely. Okay. What's going to happen is we're getting really excited because it's the birth of Miletus, everybody. Oh, wow. Miletus is coming out. O4 wall. Not too spooky, but he's not born yet until there's a triumphant surge. Ooh. <laughs> and he gets pushed into this world. Isn't Once again, is she? I'm not allowed in hospitals. Uh, I don't know, actually. But she is. Is it a she? Yeah. All right. So Melita's come out with a triumphant surge mm -hmm. and then kill you funeral rites. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. We both okay. ended with funeral wow, rites, funeral I rites. Think. I mean, classic ending. So yeah. who would win? Melita's burst kill you catablepus either kill you erase your memory uh, yeah which one you want you can vote at yeah. glhf magic on twitter let us know yeah. which one of these people win in this super fight catablepus or Miletus. Ooh, that's right. a good one should we make another champion yeah, let's make another one all right all right go for it okay what's gonna happen is you are getting ready to go to the sweet party that's happening oh on great Theros. i'm excited and you're like i'm really into it because yeah. the glory bearers are here Ooh. and they've got a pretty cool thing that they're bearing into this party which you is? know it's an entrancing liar oh wow sweet awesome music yeah at this party this is really great also that liar is no joke don't mess around don't yeah, sleep on it it really isn't uh so the glory bearers bring in the entrancing liar and then you're listening to the music it's so beautiful and then with a sudden final flare, the music kills you. No. <laughs> final flare. All right. Don't sleep on that card. Um, Farika's spawn, you know, is just, it's here. It has escaped Yuck. from the battlefield. So creepy. And is making you sacrifice a non-Gorgon creature. It's pretty good. Um, and it not only is its own thing, it also has a satyr's cunning. What is that card? What? Satyr's, satyr's cunning? cunning? 
uh, red sorcery, create a 1-1 one, one red satyr creature token oh, with yeah. this creature can't block. Two and a red, escape, exile, two other cards from your graveyard. Oh, okay. Satyr's cunning. It has a satyr's cunning as well. Oh. So watch out. It really knows how to party. And it's going to use that cunning to get Erebos' intervention. Oh, no. To make you dead. That's way spookier than a, a liar that kills you with a final cord. <laughs> is, a, is a little gorgon. Is a gorgon that's as cunning as a satyr. And has the intervention of the god of the underworld. I was playing a draft the other day yeah. with Farika Spawn, and I managed to escape it from the graveyard three times. Wow. Maybe more. I lost that game. What? Exactly. That's wild. I keep losing games, Did and I'm like, I should again? win. No, I don't. It was just something dumb. I think they had aggroed me out for a good portion of the game. Yeah. And I just couldn't get them couldn't stabilize again yeah. after that sometimes that's what happens i know that's yeah. it was bizarre all these all these times that i should win and i'm not is a lot which i think speaks to something in my play style where i'm committed and doing a good job and then i'm like nah, i'm thinking about something else and then i just lose yeah uh, something to work on maybe in my magical career Hey, do you like cute things and Magic the Gathering? Well, good news. Ultra Pro has got you covered. That's right. Not only do they have super hardcore, serious, hard-hitting things for Magic the Gathering. That's right. A lot of, like, no-spin, hard-hitting. Like this deck box. Yeah. You oh, hear that? Ouch. This is the real deal. That actually sounded painful when you, you were knocking your knuckles on it. <laughs> you can protect your cards with this sucker. Yeah. But... We also have lots of fun stuff. Yes, like a My Little Pony deck box. Yay! It's so cute. It has like little neon drawings all over it. I and know. a pony on it. Oh, I, I was like a big My Little Pony fan. I think you were Same. too. Yeah. Oh, yes. I loved them. We had all of my aunts hand me down My Little Ponies. Oh, great. And they were great. It's a weird thing. I didn't like horses, we but I liked My Little tails, Ponies. We brushed their tails and we brushed their manes. <laughs> So if you're my little pony fan, yeah. I've also got this dice bag here, which has a skull with a little bow and it's cute. I was gonna say hair, but I don't no, I guess <laughs> I guess that's not a thing a skull I guess has. Not, but a bow on its bones. Yeah. On its head bones. Um here, it's called the Treasure Nest from Ultra Pro. Cute. Which is pretty cool. A thing to keep all your dice or magical accoutrement in for yeah. when you head to FNM. But yeah, I just want to highlight that um, there's not a lot of places making magical stuff no. that are going to have stuff that is not like just, you know, the five colors of mana or whatever. Yeah. Right. It's going to have deck boxes fame themed after Lizzo's outfits. Yeah. That's another not reason we love Ultra Pro. That. Never. Not <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's true. Not everybody <laughs> does that. wrong with me today <laughs> not everybody does that but ultra ultra, ultra pro do <laughs> well everybody that's this episode of good luck high five thank you so much for hanging out with us talking about pioneer greek myths and yeah. all all sorts of other silly stuff that all we did the with things this that you can do all the things you can do yes head on over to patreon.com slash glhf magic yeah and make sure to Keep up with the coverage that's coming out these next couple yeah. of weekends of the Players Tour and the World Championship. It's super exciting. Really awesome stuff ahead in Magic. You know, every week we do the upkeep, which you should listen to if you haven't, by the way. Yeah. It's our news podcast. Um, it's just like there's just more and more happening in the sphere of Magic, yeah. which is really cool. Um, and also like 
keeps us on our toes over here at Good Luck High Five headquarters, making stuff for you every week. Check out cardkingdom.com slash GLHF for any magical stuff you want to buy. For example, they sell all this stuff from Ultra Pro, yeah. uh, which is really cool. Another one of our great sponsors. And yeah, I hope to see you all in chat this weekend at Phoenix and coming up for the World Championships too. Until then, peace out.